Who want to go drink and get kicked out of Applebee's? Dollar margaritas. All October. They're probably not very good, but get shmammered for 10 bucks. <laughs> Dollar margaritas at Applebee's. Yeah. Welcome to the 421 Fantasy Football Podcast. With your hosts, Jake Cow and Kyle Coffey. We should have done this last week, Jake. What? We should have had on our second guest last week so that the curse of the pod would have gone to Henry! What up? Henry on the line! Hi, Henry. How are you? Dylan, Dylan, I don't want no curses, man. Well, it's a thing, bro. Yeah, well, you're going to get it this week. You've already, uh, you beat me. We'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, unfortunately for you this week, uh, who are you Who are you even playing this week? I think I'm playing Todd, Todd's brother. Oh, well, you might be okay then. We'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm in five weeks. <laughs> Hell, though. So we'll see what happens. That's right. You are in bye week hell. Well, welcome. Can we, call up, oh. uh, can we call up Irvin and Anthony real quick during this pod as well, so that I can get my <laughs> ass back on track? Uh, no, the that's not how the, the curse of the pod has to uh, has to just work naturally. It has to be authentic. Yeah, it has to be authentic. Okay. You can't you can't force the curse. Okay. Bummer. <laughs> yeah, uh, just had me on to push the curse towards me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably at least you're not playing either of us this week, and it would be really fucked up. Yeah, I yeah, know that would be worse. Yeah, Eric came on and he played. Well, Eric, me the week that he came on, right? Yeah, he won. He did. Yeah. He, did he beat? He lost to Richard, is what it was. So maybe it's not a real curse, but um, I mean, losing to Richard is bad. Yeah, that's 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 basically too. Well, anyways, what's going on, bro? League four, league fourth and one. How are you? Uh, we've got a uh, what is this now? Week five is in the books. Week five, and um, this is a pretty rough week. We're not going to spend too much time talking about the uh, Cowboys. We would normally do that. We got an opening question, but uh, I think the worst possible thing that could happen to Cowboys fans happened. Dak's bone popped through his skin, and he is he's done for the season. He's hopefully he'll be back for next year but uh i don't know i don't know about juba jake but i was really really sad <laughs> i was bummed yeah yeah i i didn't realize how much it affected me until i was driving home and uh somebody like remotely got on my tail and i was like ready to fucking fist fight and it was like an old lady and i was i was ready to to beat the shit out of somebody um and that was that was like when I got home, I was like, wow, that, that really, it's with me. <laughs> so yeah, it sucks. it's a bummer, man. Um, they said he'll, they said he should for spring football next year. He'll be back in like May, hmm. um, ready to like completely pick up again. So we talked See about the, like. the last thing I'll mention on it and unless you have anything else, but is we talked about how he's Romo 2.0 with the letdowns and all that stuff, and now he's Romo 2.0 and just add one more similarity with injuries. Mm-hmm. And just like just like really crappy injuries. Yeah. So, yeah, and Romo, Romo never had one like this, but, um, I mean, he's a beast, man. So yep. if anybody can bounce back strong from it, I think it's him. So Let's get to our actual uh, question of the week, which is, 
since we do have a uh, a manager of Levy on Bell, Henry, <laughs> what is your ideal dream situation? It hasn't it hasn't come out yet, right? He doesn't he doesn't have a team yet for Levy on Bell. Okay, all right. So the question is still legit. So Henry, I guess well Jake and I'll chime in a little bit too. But Henry, since you have Lev Bell on your team, where do you hope that he lands? Dude, y'all, y'all already know what I'm going to say. I hope it goes to the Chargers or I hope it goes to the Steelers. <laughs> like, I think he would back to the Steelers. That would be pretty <laughs> awesome. And, uh, uh, Chargers need need a running back, so I don't see why he wouldn't go there. But I don't know if it, I know it's a lot of money. So I've been reading recently. I've been trying to keep up with this whole Lev Bell thing because I do have him. So I did see that the like most like place he's going to go is Kansas City. They're interested or something. Oh. So that could be bad for you, Kyle. That would be really bad for me. Jake, if you had Le'Veon Bell on your team, where would you hope he went? I mean, Kansas City. Absolutely. If that's if that's a possibility, for sure. Um, another one of the teams I've heard a little bit about, and who knows if that's true or not, is uh, Chicago. Yep. Um, which I don't think I would be mad about that either. Somebody that can... I mean, David Montgomery's looked really good, and I think Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell's a better talent than he is. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, if you had the chance to get to a versatile running back who can catch out of the backfield to Kansas City, like, dude, he's – I mean, he's RB1 for sure if he goes to Kansas City. Yeah, it would, yeah. It would really hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> NFL.com, they had six destinations for him. I'll read them through. Y'all tell me what you think. The Buffalo Bills? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, potentially. I think I texted you last night, Henry, whenever. Didn't I say the Bills? I can't remember. But um, Yeah, yeah, you did. I think you did say the Bills. And you said New England. Yeah, New England. That's possible, too. Uh, Chicago Bears is number two. Indianapolis Colts is number three. Chiefs are four. Mm -hmm. So either of those, I, I really hope that they are wrong on. But we'll see. The Pittsburgh Steelers is five. The 49ers is sixth. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I have a question for you guys. So, like, let's say that he does sign with the Chiefs or the Colts or anybody. Do you start him this week? Let's say he gets signed tomorrow. No. Yeah, probably not. I give him a week, get in the system, get in the building, kind of figure out what his role is going to be, and then he, he might not even be active this week if he gets signed tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think it's, I think it's a, what they do with like Leonard Fournette. The didn't he get traded right before? And even though he had like a week, he still hardly even played. You don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you see that quite a bit whenever players traded. Very rarely they come in and make immediate. Would you, Henry? Would you start him or no? Dude, I'm in Bywick. Hell yes, I plan to start him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that bad. That's that's true. Yeah, I guess he's the bar has been set pretty low so far this season. So, yeah, he's instantly worth uh, three more points a week just because he's out of uh, Adam Gase. Um, anything else on uh, Lev Bell before we get into uh, the weekend week, Brian? I hope he goes to the Chiefs. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> and uh, that would make me a very sad uh, fantasy manager. It's time. <laughs> For the weekend recap. 
All right, five weeks down, a little about a little little over a third of the season through, and uh, I think these leagues are starting to shape out. And uh, I don't like the way they're going, but I will. Uh, I'll be a good commissioner, and I won't blow up the league. Um, <laughs> we'll go. Uh, we'll go. We'll go uh, matchup by matchup, just real quickly. Uh, we'll start here in Bro League, and we'll start with my matchup. Henry, congratulations! Well done. You beat me one fifty four point six two to one thirty four point seven. A couple things here on our matchup. Let me ask you: um, Do you guys think that either Clyde Edwards Elaire? Let's no Lev Bell. I know we were just talking about it. Will either Clyde Edwards-Elair or Jonathan Taylor end up as a top 10 running back? I'll tell you where they are right now. Edwards-Elair is number 12. Taylor is number 13. But neither have really looked like, I don't know, just, I don't know. Elair is just kind of, the if he get into the end zone, I don't know. What do y'all think? The way they're using Hilaire is very strange to me because it right. seems like if you get him in space, if you get him like catching passes out of the backfield, you, you try to get him in open field, he's clearly pretty explosive, but they're just kind of using him like he's yeah. an inside zone runner. Um, so, I don't know. They're both rookies. They, they've sure. got you know some ways to go, but I, I think if I had to pick one, I think I would still make it Hilaire as long as Lev Bell doesn't end up there. Henry? Yeah, I agree. I think... Um... I think Hilaire is it has potential, and I think when you're on offense with like Pat Mahomes and people who can continue to get you first downs, I think he's going to get more touches. But yeah, I would agree. I don't think that they utilize him as much as they could, but I think it's still something that could potentially happen down the line. So I would go with Hilaire as well. Henry, on your team, um, I had a question here, but actually I'm going to save it for Boom Bus. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you that you're going to make playoffs? Man, it, I guess like a six. Okay. I don't feel that confident, only because Lamar Jackson hasn't shown up too too much. But mm-hmm. I think I might be saying that like too early. So we'll see what happens. You've had the most points scored against you in this league, so just really, really bad luck. But you are the third highest scoring team. Uh, I am the. F- fifth highest scoring and i've had the third most scored against me so neither of us have had uh super great luck there hopefully it'll turn around for us all right let's get into the next matchup we had jake unfortunately fall to anthony garcia congratulations anthony 143.62 to 136.72 jake i don't have much here for you i just i gotta know how much do you miss uh chris godwin right now a lot. Feels like that's what you could have really used this week, right? Just one more stud yeah. player. Um, also, I switched out. Classic, uh, the last-minute switch. I mean, like, literally 30 seconds before the game, I pulled out Mostert and put in Debo Samuel just mm. because I was afraid that Mostert wasn't going to get carries his first week back, and that, that ended up being the difference. So, hey, um, that's your lineups. Henry, and Garcia's team... He got a really good win. You're in bye week hell. Uh, Anthony Garcia just got a really big W, while one of his best players he benched, A.J. Brown, came back and looked like a stud, and Aaron Jones was on a bye. How confident do you think uh, do you think he is that he's going to be able to 
right this ship or, or excuse me, not right the ship, but make playoffs uh, sitting at three and two in fifth place and already getting through his biggest bye week. I think he's got a good chance. I also really like the Herbert pick. I think he's going to get, he's going to get it done. I hope he does. I'm also biased, so whatever, but I actually have a question. For Jake. I have a question for Jake about Antonio Gibson. Do you start him every week? Like you started him over Morstard. No, yeah, I, I would normally have started Mostert, and then, but I also had Chris Gardwin and Adam Lazard that are on IR right now. So um, normally I would have had Mostert up there, but um, he's, he that was, this was his first week back, so I was I was I was a little gun shy, and I I mean I think Gibson's going to be good at some point, so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so because I have him in another league, and I really hope he is good. He was looking really good with Kyle Allen until his uh, head got knocked off of his body. So, moving on to Eric and Irvin's matchup. Eric sitting at five and zero, and for oh, I, I skipped the uh, standings there. My my bad, fellas. Uh, Jake, you are in third place at three and two. And your opponent was Anthony Garcia. He is at fifth place at three and two as well. So just tied there. As far as points goes, we have uh, points against, because that's what I have uploaded first. Anthony Garcia has had really good luck. He has the lowest points against right now. I'm not sitting too pretty on points scored. I'll get that in a second. Jake, you are looking at, you're right in the middle of the pack on points against. Uh, You are about sixth or so. As far as points scored, Jake, your second overall in total points scored. Anthony Garcia is seventh. Irvin loses to Eric Caceres. Eric is our only undefeated team in Bro League, 5-0. and And that was 151.68 to 136.74. Uh, let's just go ahead and start the uh, reverse jinx now, guys. Uh, is Eric going to go undefeated? Should we just start the congratulations and send him a, a bottle of champagne on going 16-0? and Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were here because I was going to say absolutely. Like, let's, uh, let's go drop the trophy off on his doorstep. Let him hold on to it for the year. Uh, Looks solid, but I wonder if Fitz, Fitz, Fitzmagic's going to run out. Who knows? But it, it's a good team. I just nobody is goes. It gonna, is it going to run out? I hope not. Hmm. <laughs> on the other side of the ball, we had Irvin. This is one of those classic, right, missing your best player situations. Irvin probably wins this if uh, if Michael Thomas is in the lineup. I mean, I'm sure Eric could – I'm sure you could do some math here and make Eric still win no matter what. But um, any hope for uh, for Irvin's team once once Michael Thomas come back? Or is this uh, – is, is he now just trying to play spoiler? Is it too late? No, definitely once, once you throw Michael Thomas into this lineup with DK Metcalf and Miles mm-hmm. Sanders and – Mike Davis, uh, Andrews. I mean, it's a it's a pretty solid squad, man. I think so too. I just I kind of worry because I think McCaffrey's supposed to come back. So yeah, take Mike Davis from him. I mean, they're gonna have to trade McCaffrey, right? Because Mike is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to bench your best player. Mm-mm. As far as he needs Andy, a quarterback. Yeah. Well, Andy Dalton's out there, the Red Rocket baby. Better put a good bid on him because I'm coming. <laughs> Five and zero, Eric. He's our first place team. One and four. Uh, Irvin is our bottom dweller. 
as far as points scored, uh, Irvin is our lowest point. Uh, Eric is actually fourth. So a little bit of luck here um, as we look as we switch to points allowed or against um, Irvin. He's at fourth, so a little bit of bat. Uh, excuse me, I have that backwards. Irvin is in seventh, and Eric he's in ninth. So um, quite a bit of luck there for Eric. But as we've mentioned, the team is pretty good. Diego, oh my goodness! I, when's it gonna this stop? So annoying. When's it gonna stop? Once so... <laughs> he beats uh, Todd, one seventy eight to one eleven point one six. Yeah, I don't have too much. Do you think that you can win a championship without a top? Like, can this team win a champion? Can you win a championship without a top twenty running back? Not even top ten. Top. 20. Here's where he's at right now. Devin Singletary is the 28th overall running back. Naeem Hines is the 33rd. And then I go down his list. He has Latavius Murray, 35th. I think that's his Frank Gore, who I guess now well, is Frank Gore Frank now Gore top 20? To be a starter. <laughs> what is going on? He's like a thousand years old. Dude, this is unbelievable. And yet, we're going to get to his scores. His scores here in a second. He's the number one scoring team in the league. I just, I can't Diego. explain it. Diego got less than 10 points out of his two running backs and scored 178 points this week. It's a good team. I mean, everybody went off. He's got the number one and the number two wide receivers. He's got, I'm guessing this, yep, Kelsey is the number one uh, tight end, the number 11 wide receiver. Jamison Crowder is, like, that's your fourth wide I mean, dude, I don't know. We'll see, but uh, that's a you know the the issue is like traditionally I think I think we have to sort of like regauge because this is a super flex with two flexes right so it's a different type of league I think if this was your traditional you know two running back two wide receiver one QB it would be totally different but I mean he's got so much so many good players top to bottom I think he's really doing a He's doing a good. He's clearly doing a good job for the league yeah. setting. So he just he's got he's got great wide receivers. That's for what sure. it is. Um, yeah, dude, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good team. On Todd's side, um, what's the so Todd? We we love this team coming out right. CMC, Devonte Adams, Julio. Here's my question for you for you guys. What's the worst record you could look at Todd's roster right and still say okay, yeah, he's going to make playoffs. This is what I came up with. So as you kind of think through it, right? Um, he's two and three right now. I think Todd could lose three more games, be sitting at two and six, and then just finish out six and zero, oh, right? CMC comes back healthy. Adams is the beast. He's already had his bye week. Julio somehow turns it completely around. I mean, that that's just too good not to make playoffs. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I get. I mean, yeah. Second place is a, what like a three or four way tie right now at three and two. So eight eight and six could definitely be a playoff team. He could sneak in as the fourth place team yep. at eight and six, and then just make a nightmare for whoever's in first place um, if he gets everybody back healthy. But yeah, I mean, like you said, we we loved this team. The first three picks were on point: McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Jones, Devonte Adams. Like that's the best start to a draft you can imagine. And then all three get hurt in the first two weeks. So kind of a nightmare scenario for him. Hopefully they all come back healthy because it'll be a fun team to watch. Henry, anything to add before we move on? Yeah, I think if 
I like I like Devontae Adams. That's my dude right there. So I think if he comes, he's come back. He could go hard. Same with McCaffrey and Julio, like you guys said. So, I mean, it could go either way. It's really a toss up right now. It's too soon to tell. And they they did say Devontae Adams wanted to play Week Four against Atlanta. Yeah. And the the team held him out, a because it's Atlanta. Yeah. So who the fuck cares? Everyone's gonna beat them. And. Week five was their buy, so why not get two extra weeks of rest, make sure everything's completely 100%, and then you can come back. So, Todd, he sits in eighth place at two and three. He is our, uh, looks like our ninth. No, he's our eighth overall, so right where he would be, eighth overall in scoring. Diego, he is in second place. There's a couple. There's a little bit of a tie there. He's at three and two. He's our number one scoring team as far as our as far as our luck goes. Um, Todd has had pretty bad luck. He has had the second most points against. Diego has really. I mean, dude, we, we just talked about how much how many points he scored. He's had a lot of points scored against him too at 765. So he's the fourth most against as well. So Diego really getting it done. He's winning those 50-50 games. Um, so likely to be in the playoffs all right let's round it out here in bro league and then we'll switch over to fourth anthony rodriguez takes down brian byers 136.9 to 122 um i have never seen three tight ends get started before anthony started hunter henry george kittle eric ebron that's the israel special that's the is it the israel did yeah that? i thought that's it was what just israel two. does man i thought he just rostered seven but he would only start two wow did not know that um <laughs> Even with uh, Kittle not getting it, not getting it done, uh, still a pretty good win for Anthony to get through here. Um, I didn't have too much on Anthony's. Y'all have anything on Anthony's team? Hopefully, hopefully Dalvin Cook is uh, is okay. It looked like he got out, but he already had Madison, so hey, he's fine either way. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook probably won't play this week just because the bye week is the following week. So that, okay. give him two weeks of rest and. Dude, he got but, priced yeah. up in uh, DraftKings. They made Alexander Madison because they, they didn't release pricing until, uh, I think, Tuesday. So they mm-hmm. held everything back. Uh, Madison's like a $7,000 running back. Oh, shit. We don't talk much he about DraftKings be. on here. We should do that more. But, yeah, he's freaking yeah. expensive. Usually the backups, they, uh, they you know, you're able to, you know, they're kind of like a free space. But yeah. um, on Brian's side, Brian, uh, you know, I, I got to give props. I know your daughter is drafting, drafted your team and running it. Um, <laughs> I will give your, I just, you know, pass along the feedback to your daughter. Don't leave bench spots open. Just literally throw anybody in there because you never know, especially there's running backs. Uh, who's the running back that I saw on the uh, Cam Akers? Cam Akers is on the waivers. He should be right there in one of your bench spots. What happened? What, what if something happened to Daryl Henderson or Malcolm Brown? Cam Akers, boom, pop, lottery ticket. That's the only thing I had on uh, Brian's team other than, you know, better weeks ahead probably. Y'all have anything? I do like I do like Anthony starting three tight ends. I would do that <laughs> if I had three good tight ends, but I only got one, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brian's team's struggling, man. We've, we've said that all along. He yeah. needs He needs yeah. to make some moves. Yep. There's not enough on waivers to pull out of that. So, Anthony Rodriguez is in fourth place at three and two. He's had the. Where is he? He's had the sixth most points scored. Brian, he is tied for. uh, He's at one and four in ninth place. He has. uh, He's had the ninth most points scored. As far as the luck factor, 
We've got Brian. He's had the fifth most against him. Anthony, he has had the... I think that's a pretty good luck, actually. He's had the eighth most against him. All right, let's switch it over to... Uh, Let's switch it over to fourth and one. What you got, Jake? You take over this one. Oh, shit. Okay. Let me pull up the week five scoreboards here. Okay, so we'll start with Tyler and I. Cool. Uh, this hurt my feelings. This <laughs> I was supposed to go undefeated in this league. I actually called dibs on going undefeated, and I, I guess Tyler didn't get that memo. Um, so I'll talk to him one-on-one about that. But he takes me down 130.56 to 122.26. Man, I've been averaging like 180 points a week for the last few weeks and then had this stinker. So um, for a uh, question for Tyler and you, I guess, as a do you have Kenyon Drake? Who's our Kenyon Drake owner and bro? I do not have Drake. I think it's Anthony Garcia. I'll find him. Go ahead. So Tyler has Kenyon Drake and Edmonds. Would you start Edmonds over Drake at this point? So I actually I asked Tyler this. So I have Edmonds in I have Edmonds in bro bro league and I've been staring him down like okay this guy's he's getting the passing work that's supposed to go to Drake but Drake like they're two down backs look I don't think you can ever confidently start Edmonds while Drake is there and I'd be curious uh Henry you chime in as well but I don't think that you can confidently start Drake either because you just you haven't seen like he got that touchdown, but touchdowns are not reliable. He's not he's not getting the passing down work. He has six receptions through five games. Yep. It's just no. I, I don't think you could start either of them confidently. Now, if I'm in bye week hell, like if Henry, like if I was on Henry's team, and I don't have his team in front of me in bro league right now, but if I had Henry, let me ask you: if you had Chase Edmonds on your squad right now, and you're in bye week hell, would you start Chase Edmonds? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm actually in another league. I, I, I have Justin Jackson as one as in my flex. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he's in a bye week, so I'm starting Chase Edmonds. I, th- I think. There you go. There's yeah. your answer. Chase Edmonds is currently the RB29. Kenyon yep. Drake currently the RB32. Wow. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a bummer. Uh, over team. So just a question about Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon for him to have. He, one of the most frustrating wide receivers to have on your team. I've had him before. You know you're going to get weeks like this. He's going to have massive 30, 40-point game, and he'll follow it up with a four- or five-point stinker. Um, at least he did not get the donut this week. Does Andy Dalton hurt him a lot, or is it going to be just the same, where he's going to have these massive blow-up weeks, and then he's going to have some terrible weeks where he gets overlooked? I think that Andy Dalton in the first couple weeks, so there's two things that are going to work here, right? So Amari Cooper, the next three weeks, Arizona, Washington, Philly, none of those are really terrible matchups. The issue is what is Andy Dalton's comfort going to be? And between you and I, doesn't it just seem like this is this is C.D. Lamb written all yeah, over it? Yeah, 100%. I think, I think it's C.D. Lamb. And so I don't, I don't think that Cooper, you can't bench him until – if it's two weeks, let me ask you this, Jake. Let me flip it back on you and Alex Henry. Over the next 10 weeks, if Cooper fails to break, I don't want to do points because he could, he might luck into a touchdown. Let's say, let's just look at, like, let's say he only averages five targets and three receptions. We get to that Philly game. Do you think uh, you're going to confidently start him or, or might you put him on the bench? 
Uh, he can't go on the bench because I don't have enough depth to bench him. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd start him every a, time. Yeah, I would start, start him. him. I don't know if it'll be confident yeah. or not. Yeah. It's going it's to it's start getting pretty tough. Yep. All right, so that moves uh, Mr. Tyler Coffey into first place with a 4-1 and one record. He is mm-hmm. currently third place in scoring. I fall to second place, also at 4-1. and one. Uh, Still first place in scoring, but obviously that clear tiebreaker, he just beat me, so he's in first. Uh, moving on to Kyle and Eric's matchup. Kyle, buddy, mm-hmm. 99.3 to Eric's 123.62. Mm-hmm. Kyle goes to 1-4. and four. Eric yep. goes to 3-2. and two. Uh, Kyle, so you've got some holes on your team, yeah? What I think you, that's fair to say. What are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) What would it take? What deal would you need? You know, how much would you need to trade Russell Wilson to try and fill in some of these these gaps in your team? Jake, as you know, I'm uh, I've uh, I I have not given up my Cowboys fandom. Sure. But you know, I hung it up in the closet. It's it's deep in the back of the closet. It's that shirt that you're like, you know what? I'm gonna wear this again someday. I'm gonna lose that extra 15 pounds, and I'm gonna get back into that shirt. But for right now, <laughs> I got I have a new favorite shirt, and my new favorite shirt is Russell Wilson. Yeah. And um, it, I'm not I'm not giving up the shirt. I'm not giving up the shirt. So okay. um, I'm going down with my ship here. Uh, look, this team. You know what? You know what this team could use, Jake. It could use more than uh, one of my first three picks uh, in, in the starting lineup. But you know what I don't sure, have? Sure. I, don't, I only have one of them, and he, he was on a bye week this week. But we're coming back, baby. We're coming back. So uh, let's move on before I start crying. <laughs> uh, Henry, you can't, you can't see this team, but for you, if you had Russell Wilson, would he be untouchable, or would you trade him for, for something big? Uh, right now with DK Metcalf, dude, he's staying where he's at. Yeah, I just saw I just saw this thing on Twitter where I think it was Jamal Adams said that DK Metcalf is like the new Megatron. Do you agree or disagree with that? New Megatron. Wow. I think somebody called him. Um, what did they compare him to? Was it um, Terrell Owen? No, that was somebody else. That was a that was a rookie. Um, dude. So I don't know if y'all saw this quote. It was uh, Jake. I know you listened to this podcast. It was from the uh, Sunday recap podcast with um, it was guest lines and Russell legit. Oh, Jerry Rice. He says, "I want to be the Montana to his rice." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. Right. That, yeah, that's pretty I think awesome. I saw it on Twitter though. I yeah, that's legit. That's a, that's high praise coming from Russell oh, yeah. Wilson. So, uh, moving over to Eric's team. Eric has. Quite a few points left on his bench here. My question for him and for y'all, should Emmanuel Sanders be locked into your starting lineup right now? If Is Michael Thomas out? Well, he was last week. If Michael Thomas is out, I would say yes. Yeah, they're, they're on a bye this week. Michael Thomas should be back. He was out this week because of a fight at practice, not necessarily because of his health which is pretty crazy. Let me but, ask a second um, question to Henry. Henry, would you rather start Michael Thomas or somebody else on Eric's team, a guy named T.Y. Hilton? Excuse me, not Michael Thomas, uh, Emmanuel oh, Sanders. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. an easy one. Michael <laughs> Thomas or T.Y. Hilton, the number 40. Okay, Michael, uh, excuse me, T.Y. Hilton or Emmanuel Sanders? 
outside Sanders, man. Yep. T.Y. is looking rough this season. So yeah, Emmanuel yeah. Sanders has been pretty strong. We'll what about, about uh, what about Michael? Later, so. What about Mike Williams or Emmanuel Sanders? I'll start Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's your answer there, Jake. I would rather go Mike Williams. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So Eric. In third place at three and two, he is second in scoring. Um, he he's really not had a ton scored against him either. I think he is. I'll find it for you. He second is. lowest is mm-hmm. like ninth in scored against. So yep. sets of good luck, but he's also scoring a ton yeah, of points. The point. Kyle, you are tied for last place. You're sitting in ninth spot. Uh, one and four. You are. Fourth in scoring and six, six in scoring. I think it's fourth, right? Mm. Yeah, fourth and no, oh, yeah, six in scoring. I'm sorry, I had it back. I was looking at it the wrong way. Six in scoring yeah. and then uh, second in points against. So it's all right, Poppy. All right, all good. Israel Saquon's coming versus, back, baby. It's coming back. Israel versus Richard. Israel disappointingly only started one tight end. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing with his life. You know, he's got Eric Ebron sitting on the Dude, bench. He only has two on his team. That's oh, isn't that crazy? So Israel takes down Richard one forty point two eight eight point one two. Richard is just not scoring a lot of points. Um, Israel has started off zero and two. Now he's won three in a row. Wow! Time to start taking him seriously. We give him a lot of shit. Uh, plasma and pawn shops. Uh, plasma and pawn shops. That was a good one. Look, if he loses Dalvin Cook for a week, he's gonna. So he's gonna be without Dalvin Cook for what? Two weeks. So it means, look, we're gonna be staring at a Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, Mike Davis. Yeah, I mean, so not bad. <laughs> it's really not that bad. I mean, I don't know what he's gonna fill in with, but there's a there's a couple folks. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Dude, the way he's things are Austin happening right Eckler now. Eckler waiting to come back. And Look, he's not, definitely not, not out of it. Team. Look, he, he, what is he at? Two, three and two? Look, you're sitting at three and two, and there's six six more weeks or whatever there is of, of the regular season with all this stuff popping off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's like like Richard's team, I'm sorry, he's sort of in that Irving camp, right, where you can kind of, I don't want to say write him off, but it's just like, man, you're, you're looking at a season where you're just going to be trying playing spoilers here, but – Israel's in it. Yeah. Yeah, moving over to Richard's team. That was actually my question is because this is the first team that we can cross off. I know that you're record-wise tied for him, but you he, he's, he has failed to break 600 points. That is the only person, I believe, in either of the two leagues that has not broken up 600 points yet. Yeah, let's put yeah. this into context. Did a, did, a, so- did a quick fact check. So, yes. Urban. So he's averaging about 120 a week. Yeah, that that would have been a loss in our normal format last year before we added the offensive yeah. position. So. Yeah, Irvin has scored 613, and Richard has scored 596. So of all 20 teams, this is the worst team. And I don't think it's. Uh, I love you, Richard. Um, and you know I would go to bat for you. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is the worst team of all. This is the this is the 20th ranked team. <laughs> Out of all of them, we should do that someday. That's actually a pretty good idea. We need to jot that down. We need to rank all I, uh, twenty teams across both leagues. That's that's kind of fun. Cross league power. I, I ranking. would I would go to bat for Richard, but I I might only like bunt with this team. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not not loving it. So it's not very good. All right, moving on. Yep. Well, actually, 
Sorry. Uh, that puts Richard in dead last place, one of four. We just talked about his points scored. Israel moves into fourth place at three and two. Uh, 700 points scored is the number four scoring team on the season. So good wow. for you, Israel. Good job. You knocked them out. Uh, moving on to Anthony versus Todd. Cold beer in your dick house takes down $750 worth of Hoover's tank. 162 to 126.5. Uh, Todd, I feel like he can't catch a break. Whoever goes up against him has a great week. Uh, Anthony's team... So, Todd Gurley, is he good? What the fuck's going on here? We'll talk about it. Talk, talk, talk about sort of his situation and then another player that might benefit from it this week. But um, do you remember last year how it was just start your tight end against the Arizona Cardinals? Just yeah. start your running back. Start every running back. The third guy on the, on the roster, right? Pollard. Oh, we already played the Falcons, so we can't do that. But uh, no, the, the point it, it is a great matchup. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not going to bench Todd Gurley. You were never going to bench Todd Gurley, but it was sort of like a. Um, let me ask. Let me ask. Let me ask. Uh, let me actually flip it because I like you know if you have Todd Gurley, you're starting him, and I think you're starting him pretty confidently now. Henry, let me switch it over to you. Uh, let's let's go a little bit more DraftKings here. If it was just a 1v1 where all you're trying to do is just play the most solid dudes, right? So you and I talk about this. He's 50-50s. He's 1v1s. It's just like, right, right. would you play Todd Gurley confidently in that type of format? Like, could you could you count on him to not blow up your roster? Or is he still one of those players that hasn't earned your trust yet? Um, I think I think I would start him. I think wow. he's, he, and he's, he's usually always like, a good value for starting him. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I didn't believe him, and then I think Brian Hill had that huge game. We yeah. had that touchdown. Yeah. So, and I was on the Brian Hill train. I was like, dude, I'm going to pick up Brian Hill. I'm going to start in my other league. And then Todd Gurley just started getting yep. work. So, I think as long as that volume's there. But yeah. the only thing that sucks is Atlanta's always like losing, so they got to throw the ball a little bit more. But, he only has he only has eight receptions on the season too. So throwing more doesn't really yield results exactly. for, for Gurley so, I would which is strange because he's such a talented mm-hmm. pass catcher but uh he has touchdowns over the last three games he's been really solid for Anthony um so yeah moving over to Todd's team uh Todd was a little sniper and snuck in and, and took Alexander Madison <laughs> smart move and saved Very. him for a moment just like this which I always say if you draft Alvin Cook, you better draft Alexander Madison because that dude gets hurt every single This goes back to uh, Brian, uh you you need to um so you Brian, he you can give out golf lessons. Todd, he's gonna give out uh, fantasy lessons to uh I forget your daughter's name off the top of my head, but uh <laughs> Reese. Reese, Reese, Reese. Uh Todd's gonna give her some fantasy lessons on why you don't leave your bench empty. Uh because you pick up <laughs> players like Alexander Madison, who you never know, uh could absolutely uh they're like lotto tickets. So yep, that's good move, so, Todd. And he has Montgomery on his bench too. I'm staring at it right now. I didn't even realize yep. that. Dude, this I think I think Madison Madison definitely slides into his lineup somewhere over this the week, next couple sure. of weeks here. Yeah. Is he top 10 while Cook is out? Now, this this might only be for one week um, because they do have their bye week. and then Guess who he gets this week, Jake? That, so. 
He gets huh? he gets Atlanta this week. So yeah, yeah. of course if Duke if, if Dalvin Cook might Duke, be a top five. Yeah, he's a top. Yeah, that's more of the question. Uh, how expensive Henry would Alexander Manners have to be on DraftKings? Where do you know how? When would you not play him? Like if he cost eighty five hundred dollars, if he was the most expensive running back on the slate, would you play him? Nah, nah. I don't think I would. I, I, I yeah, no. I don't. I mean, I don't know if he's like. I guess what, there there was no like film on Madison, and I think there may be from the last game. I don't know. I, I wouldn't start him though. I I actually have Dalvin Cook in another league, and I'm not really excited about starting Madison. Like I hope he doesn't choke and like fumble or something. That would suck. <laughs> but I'm I'm very pessimistic about. We get to uh, we'd get to see my favorite. Uh, we'd get to see my favorite player, Jake. Mike Boone. That? Oh yeah, Mike Boone. <laughs> he won me a championship in a kind of a backwards <laughs> ass way, but so I'll take crazy. it. <laughs> All right, so that puts Anthony in sixth place at two and three. At Todd right behind him at two and three as well in seventh place. Anthony has scored six hundred and ninety nine points, but had over eight hundred mm-hmm. scored against him. He has had the most points scored against him. Yep. Bad luck. Uh, Todd has scored six hundred ninety five but also has another 700 points scored against him. So he's had some tough weeks as well. So, yep. All right. Finishing out the week, we had Dobrats versus Steve Mahan, the new guy. <laughs> uh, Dobrats takes down Steve 147.62 to 141.12. Uh, Dobrats had zero points from Scotty Miller and still pulls out the win. Wow. That's always a good feeling. Uh, Question for Dobrats. Do you think he regrets spending such a high draft pick on Lamar Jackson? Or do you think he's just riding it out and letting those rushing yards come in the future? I don't want to go too much into this because in our game that we're going to play, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this. I would just say if you are – let's just go back to what we have what we talked about, right? If you are going to go – QB in the first round and you're going to pass up on all those really awesome stud running backs. Granted, half of them are injured or, you know, bust now. You've got to get the rest of your of your roster right. And, you know, I think that's kind of the I'm trying to refresh here. I think it's kind of the bigger bigger issue for Dobrats, right? I I know Henry has Lamar Jackson on his team, so Henry can give a little bit more of a uh, perspective on this, but I'd rather save it for for our conversation in Boom Bust. I just think sure. I just I just think I think the bigger issue is that he just didn't get the rest of his picks right, and he hasn't gotten yeah. anybody. Off I mean, the he yet. took I think he took Nick Chubb with his second pick, which obviously been injured, so that's a bummer. But he had a couple of really solid weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at his starting running backs right now, Miles Gaskin, Devonta Freeman, I sure as hell would have liked to have a running back in that first round if if those right. are my starting running backs at the moment. So, um, moving over to Steve's team. Kind of the same question that we had for Todd's. Um, he's got Christian McCaffrey, and he has Le'Veon Bell, too. Um, at what point will we say that this is still a playoff team? He's, he's sitting at two and three. Does eight and six work for him as well? Do you think he could go six and five the rest of the way and make playoffs? Yeah, I think McCaffrey unless you're in a possible Lev Bell, Kansas City Chiefs run. Yeah, let's hope that let's hope that's not the case. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think that I don't have it up in me. Some something's going on. I can't load it. But 
two things here. I think number one, with so where he's just just by math, he's not out. So he's it's going to take him a little while to be mathematically eliminated at two and three. When you're one and four, so Richard and Irvin, we'd be giving you guys a hard time. You're still in this, so you're fine. Uh, right. Your teams may not be in it, but mathematically, you're in this thing. Two and three, you're totally in it. And then Steve has a pretty good. He's he's a legit squad too. The other the, the flip side of all this is this season's going to be so we we are seeing it. This is I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not as weird or maybe I'm just taking it personally because I feel like a lot of it's happening to a couple of my squads and but I just think that there's we you have no idea. Like the best scoring team could disappear overnight because two players go down to covid or torn, sure. you know, hamstrings or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. Uh Steve is Steve is well within range of making playoffs still confidently. Yep. All right, so that puts Steve in eighth place at two and three. He has scored six hundred sixty-three points. I think that is, I think that's actually eighth place in scoring. Sweet. So he's right where. He, uh, Dobretz is in fifth, uh, three and two. He has scored six eighty-two. I believe that is seventh in scoring. Uh, he's won two in a row though, so making some moves. Anything else on either of these guys before we get into uh, a little bit of a boom bust? I think that's it. I also saw something kind of interesting just right now on Twitter. Okay. Um, Wait, you're so not paying attention to us? You're on Twitter? No, no, no. I, I, got, <laughs> an alert. Dare you. I got an alert on my phone. Um, What's up? Because I've been following this Lev Bell thing, so there's like an algorithm that it gives you information. So mm-hmm. apparently uh, Lev Bell and Pat Mahomes just followed each other on Twitter. So I wonder what that means. You might hear a 32-year-old man cry in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> It might be me. Does, does is Edward Tolaire like completely on the bench now? Like, is he droppable if Lev Bell ends up in? Lev no, Bell, not he, he hasn't no. looked quite as spry. No. But like, who knows? Lev Bell could come back starter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would also because like, I don't know. Let's just let's just let's just save it. We're we're running a little long here. We'll save that for yeah. uh, for when it actually happens. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll play a little boom bust. Sound good? Cool. All right, let's play some Boom Bust. It's time for Boom or Bust. All right, time to play some Boom or Bust. What we're going to do, we each got three players. We're going to go quick, and we're going to talk about these players and whether or not uh, we think that they're going to boom, we think they're going to bust on this week, rest of season, and it's only right that our, uh, our guest goes first. So, Henry, who's your first Boom or Bust player that you got? Uh, let me think. You weren't lying when you said you don't what prepare. A... <laughs> well, <laughs> this is your game. I don't know if you took mine, but my, my, you mentioned this earlier, but I'm thinking mine was Lamar Jackson, man. I drafted right. him with the first pick. Uh, he had a, yeah, I think he had a great week one, but yep. then he's kind of just been slowly chugging along. But I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that eventually. It will be like a boom for him, but as of now, he's kind of just chilling, man. Yeah, you're right. I did have him as a, uh, he's one of my players, so we'll be able to get through this uh, section uh, a little bit quicker. I'll see if I can find something while we're talking. Look, he's got the Philadelphia Eagles this week. They are the 11th opponent, um, or 11 against the uh, the QB. They've allowed 12, 24, 20, 11 and a half, and 21 
look, you you drafted him. Let me ask you this week. Is is he going to boom this week against Philadelphia? And if he doesn't, is it going to change the way you feel about him, whether or not he's going to boom or bust the rest of the season? Um, I don't know about how he's going to do with Philadelphia. I'm hoping he booms, but I'm not too confident that he will. I'm thinking he's going to go, like, just all right. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of weird because sometimes, like, I have Teddy Bridgewater as well, mm-hmm. and I feel like I, I think he he's top five in, like, passing yards or some shit mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I saw it. So sometimes I'm like, damn, should I start Teddy instead of Lamar Jackson? But then I always think about that thing you said, like, how pissed would you be mm-hmm. if you started this guy? Like, <laughs> which one would you be madder? And, like, definitely Lamar Jackson. I would be yep. fucking pissed. Yeah, like, you cannot. You, I, He would have to be, like, the 20th. RB and just absolute trash. He's not trash. Like he's he's not. He just hasn't had the. It's two things. I, I think he had that he had that knee injury, right, or that knee soreness or whatever, that yeah. caused him not to practice one day. So they're they're clearly not going to run him as much. And they they with the exception of the Chiefs game, they're fi- what the the Ravens. I don't have it in front of me. They're five and one, right? Or four yes. and one, four and one. The Ravens are four and four and one. They don't. They don't need him to do much, right? They they they, they shouldn't exactly. be using that's, him. That, that's, so that's what I was thinking too. Like that's your that's that's your biggest issue. They just they know to save it. They know just to wait. And he's dealing with a little bit of soreness. So what do you think, Jake? Yeah, I think that's that's one of the big problems for them is that uh, they're awesome. In a lot of these games, they're, they're yeah, they're so freaking good that yeah. they just don't need they don't need him to be great to win. Um, Kansas City was obviously the one game where they could have used him being great, and he stunk against them. Mm-hmm. 97 passing yards, a fumble, only one touchdown. Uh, somebody did say, though, he's only on pace for half of his rushing production as last year. We knew that was coming, but I don't know if I thought it would cut in half. I think he had 1,200, 1,300 rushing yards last year. I was thinking yeah. maybe 800, 900 rushing yards for this season. Um, if that the case if he's sitting around like 600 rushing yards and fewer touchdowns then that's gonna be a bummer but hopefully you know some of these matchups down the road here after their bye week they get pittsburgh colts uh vikings tennessee pittsburgh again so they've got some some tough matchups coming up that he'll actually have to play in so there's no way knowing what we know now though there's no way he goes in the first round right no I don't think so. Would he even be the first overall? He wouldn't even be the first overall. Would you take, if you could redraft right now, Russell over, would you take, obviously not Russell, would you take Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson right now? Um, You you two have him. Jake, you have Josh Allen. Uh, Henry, you have Lamar. Would either of you trade the player you have right now for the other player? I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Josh Allen. You, right so now. You, right now, you, yeah. in other words, you would draft Josh Allen over Lamar. What about you, Henry? Uh, I like Josh Allen. I've always liked Josh Allen, but I would have never thought that he would be balling out the way he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think the only QB, like, if I like, I always like, I like running backs. I, I, I like to start four running backs. Like, I think that's great. So, I probably would have got a different running back than <laughs> a Lamar Jackson. But yeah. I hope he, he does boom in the future, but you're right. I mean, they're good. They can just be chilling. You know what I mean? Yep. Lamar just got to chill, manage the game, and maybe eventually, like Jake said, we have to put in work to win. Jake, who is your first boom bust that you want to talk about? 
All right, so I did a QB, and I'm just looking at his Week 5 matchup. Okay. And this is Kyler Murray going against our beloved Cowboys, which is, I think, all of our second favorite team now in the league. We've all picked a new team to, to really yep. cheer for. Um, he's projected for 23.6 points against Dallas. We're ranked 20th against the QB. I have my opinion. I have him in Bro League, and I have my opinion of, of what is going to happen. Um, curious to, to hear what you guys think, and then I'll tell you all what I'm thinking. Go ahead, Andrew, because mine's real simple. Um, I think that Kyler Murray is going to run around a lot, complete a bunch of passes. I would like to start Kyler Murray if I had him, so I'm going to say boom, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's going to boom. There's, it's It won't even be close. I think the real question is, do you make him your captain in the showdown or no? Well, for those that don't know, there is a single game <laughs> slate where you just play like the, the Monday night game and you have to sign a captain. The captain, it's a six team or it's a six player roster and your captain is they jack up the price of them, but he gets you one and a half points. What, so he's clearly going to be, I haven't, I haven't even looked at it, but I know Kyler's going to be the most expensive player on that. I think if you're playing that roster, you got to decide between Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, right? Some, some One of those two players. Um, or Zeke, maybe. But uh, do you make Kyler your uh, – is he the, the no-brainer, number one captain? I'm, I'm going to say no because I'm, I'm saying that he busts. Really? Um, wow. I am. Uh is Andy Dalton defense. playing defense too? Huh? Is Andy Dalton going to play some defense too? He might. They've, they've, I, I know he's a stud, but I've been hearing rumors they've been running him in at safety, <laughs> and he's he's got some fucking wheels apparently for an can old he, guy. Can uh, uh, can he can he can he play D lineman and, and help out Lawrence there? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so the Cowboys defense looked to me better than it has all season. Granted, this is against the New York Giants. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are as good as they have looked so far. I still think it's the Cardinals. I still think it's a young team that's going to make mistakes. Our D-line got on track. Randy Gregory came back to practice. I don't know if he's actually playing yet or not. Sure. Um, I just I think this is, this is a week where our defense kind of starts showing out a little bit, gets a little more into to what they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might just be wishful thinking as well but um like i said i have kyler so i want him to do well but i think he'll i think he doesn't break 20 points against us got it but for sake of time let's just go back and forth between you two and I'll, I'll do rapid fire at the very end with a couple extra jake why don't you go ahead with your second one i was gonna do um i was gonna do clyde edwards hilaire but now that there's this possibility that uh but Bell might go there. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that one. So I'm gonna go to a wide receiver for the rest of season. Emmanuel Sanders. He's averaged about 18 points per game over the last three. Um, they were telling a story on Monday night about um, Emmanuel Sanders and how Michael Thomas laid into him uh, week two, coming off of the the sidelines, and Michael Thomas just tore him up and was like telling him that he was in the wrong spot on certain plays. And he was like, dude, this is literally like, basically this is my fourth time playing in this offense with Drew Brees in week two. So I, I, I like, I'm still figuring things out. I'm still learning, like cut me some slack, give me some time. 
Uh, over the last three weeks, he's looked like a much different player. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to be really good even when Michael Thomas gets back. I think he might be even better when Michael Thomas gets back because now the best corners are focusing on Thomas. Uh-huh. He might be getting some double teams, leaving Sanders open. What do you think? So his so I like to focus on what can actually been be somewhat I don't know predicted right because like it's like touchdowns they can't really be pre- predicted you can't predict a touchdown right you could say it's more probable but you can't say like with any certainty in addition to that right it's hard to say receptions too so you know here here's his targets right. Just how many times are you even going to get thrown to, right? That's what you want to look at. He's had five in week one, three week two, five in week three, and then it just amps up. He had nine in Detroit, and he had 14 against the Chargers, so week five. Here, two, two things real quickly. Detroit and the Chargers were each up by double digits on the Saints, so they were playing catch-up. So game script had a lot to do with that. Would they have been down if Thomas had been there would be the question I would I would want to know. Second, when you look at targets, um, and I don't have the targets here, but I have the receptions for Kamara. Kamara's are up too. So, look, I, I do think that Emmanuel Sanders, we talked about it earlier, I could confidently start him as my third, maybe fourth uh you know, like my first flex player, my second flex player, right in that range. I could confidently start him. Could I confidently start him as my second wide receiver, like the third or fourth best player on my team? And the answer, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the answer is yes. I, I, I don't, I don't think you can. Uh, I'd want to flip this a little bit though, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm gonna hijack yours. Who takes the bigger hit when Michael Thomas comes back? Emmanuel Sanders or Alvin Kamara? Because Alvin Kamara. I don't know. There was so it wasn't it. It was a weird game for him, right? This it was very year. strange. He was he was super super frustrated too. Yeah. Um, there was a play where, I mean, he was he was standing off to Drew Brees's right, and he was wide the fuck yeah. open with room around him, and Brees like threw it at the feet of somebody else, and he just threw his hands up and just walked off the field. Yeah. And it wasn't that wasn't like a change of possession at that point or anything. Right. Like he just fucking took off. Um, I don't know. Prob- it's it's probably Sanders that takes a bigger hit just because we've seen Kamara do work in the passing game with Michael Thomas before, and he's they're going to design routes for him, and then he's going to yeah. be there for when plays break down, too. What do you think, so. Henry? I agree. I, I think uh, Sanders is going to take the bigger hit. I think Mike Thomas coming back is good for Kamara. I think it's going to open a lot of stuff up. Um, yep. So, I, I mean, I really like Mike Thomas. I just hope that Drew Brees can get it done, you know? He looked bad, like, at, against the, the Chargers. Let's get into our next boom bust. Henry, were you able to dig one up? I was. I'm I'm, I'm thinking Cam Newton. Uh, for the rest of the season, do you think okay. he's going to boom or bust? I, I was big on Cam Newton. I wanted to draft him, but Irvin kind of took him early. Um, but what do you guys think? you think he's going to boom or bust? I think rest of season, Cam booms. And I think he booms in different ways based on the matchup. If you look at it, right, so in matchups that they have been clearly the the favorite, right? So he has two. We, only, we have a very, very small sample, but it's very clear what they're going to do here. And this is good for DraftKings, and this is good for, um, for season long. In matchups that they're going to be favored in, 
you know the you know the game script for the Patriots. Miami and Las Vegas, they beat them pretty handily. They were up by double digits in each one. Cam, he he didn't throw a single touchdown, and yet he ran for two. Las Vegas was a little bit worse of a script, but that, that was the I believe the Rex Burkhead game where he had like three three games. So it's going to be a lot of rushing. They're just going to they're just going to say you know we're going to make this game. They're somehow going to erase five minutes off the clock. Some uh, some Patriots BS, right? But in games where uh, they're going to be underdogs, they clearly will have to throw. That's when you go to your DraftKings lineup or your uh, you go find them off the waiver if you need a spot start, and that's where you throw in uh, Demir Bird or Nikhil Harry or Julian Edelman. You know, you throw in. I mean, Julian Edelman hasn't been um, underpriced, but some of the other wide receivers have. So yeah, yeah, I I, I think that. I think the Patriots love that they have a running back that they could do whatever they want with, and uh, and they got one in Cam. So yeah, I I think he's a total boom, Jake. Yeah, I agree. I think he's I think he's a, a season long boom, and he's going to have some weeks where you're annoyed to have him, mm-hmm. which is kind of you could say that about literally any Patriots player that you have ever owned. Um, he's like you said. They, they are very happy in the games that they're going to be up, run down your throat. Fortunately, mm-hmm. when they get close to the goal line, they know that he is the best running back on their football team. So he's going to be the one to run it in most of the time. He has four rushing touchdowns on the year and only two passing touchdowns. Um, I think that's probably going to, like, if he, if he has more rushing touchdowns on the year than passing touchdowns, I would not be surprised in any way. Um it's nice too that they've already had their buy, and he's already had well their COVID. first buy. That's their buy, right? They're they're I'm, done with. Buy I'm with making stuff. a joke that there's gonna every, uh, every team's gonna have three or sure, four buys. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> they might. So that's obviously something to to keep an eye out on. But that's for every player. But he's New England he's is buy, a, and um, he's already had COVID, so <laughs> he shouldn't get it again theoretically. Yeah. Um, New so. England is a 10-point favorite, and the Broncos, their opponent this week, is the 26th opponent ranking against, so very friendly against quarterback. So this would be a really good week to start Cam Newton, as well as maybe sneak him into that DK lineup. I don't know. Yeah, yeah for sure yeah. I would. Cool. Jake, what you got? All right. Uh, let's go with a running back here. This is again just for this week. Miles Sanders. This is pretty big projection for him here against this team. He's projected for eighteen point three points going up against Baltimore. Ooh, Baltimore is a good defense, as we have seen. Uh, they are sixth against the run. I'm gonna see here real quick. Um, do you think he's gonna get enough passing work? to stay relevant because theoretically they're going to be behind. I think Baltimore right now is eight points or eight and a half points favorites. Um, He only has 11 receptions through the whole season so far. I mean, it's really Mm -hmm. been on the ground that he's, that he's doing his damage. Mm -hmm. Do you think he's going to get enough passing work in this game? Because I don't think he's getting 18 points just off of the ground game against Baltimore. Yeah. Um, Henry, let me start with you first. What do you think? Um, no, I think Baltimore's going to eat him up, man. I think uh, the the O-line's not so good. I think they've given up, like, a ton of sacks. Like, I think they're second behind maybe Cincinnati. 
I could be wrong, but I did read that the other day. So I, I definitely don't think Miles Sanders is going to get work. And it sucks because I like Miles Sanders. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Ravens. Miles Sanders for life, bitch. The, the Ravens are going to eat him up, dude. Hey, Jake, let me ask you this real quickly. If yeah. there was another running back on the Eagles, don't look it up. If there was another running back on the Eagles that you would think, okay, if Miles Sanders doesn't get the running back receptions, it's going to be this player. What player would you guess it would be? Corey Clement. Okay. It hasn't been, it hasn't been Boston Scott because I drafted him and he's off all of my teams. <laughs> Fuck well, that guy. I thought it would be Boston Scott. So let me just ask you this. Over the last three weeks, over under two receptions that Boston, you can push uh, over under two receptions that Boston Scott has received over the last three weeks. Mm, under he's had zero receptions over the last <laughs> three oh, weeks uh over under two receptions the last four weeks for Corey clement over zero Corey clement has had zero receptions over the last four weeks so thrown to? <laughs> it's it's miles sanders so the answer i think if they need if they need to go to a, a running back it's going to be miles sanders I think they've clearly shown that that's where they want to go. Um, not that he's had that great of receptions, but look, they're not going to use anybody else. And they, they, right. they clearly see Miles Sanders as the player to have on the field. Uh, by the way, uh, Corey Clement, what is this? Six, zero, three, two, zero. So a total of 11 carries on the season. Um, Boston Scott, with the exception of week nine, has not broken five. He had four, three, two, one, going the wrong way there. So I think the answer is yeah. I, I think I, I think that um, I don't know if he can go off, but I don't know if he can bust. Or excuse me, I don't know if he can boom, but I certainly don't think that Miles Sanders is in a position to where you can confidently say he is going to bust just because of the usage. I think he's always going to be. He's, he's the only guy getting Exactly. Work. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So That's I fair. would uh, I would confidently start him. Henry, do you have one more? Do you want me to switch to a couple? Of, Jake might have one have more, one. two, four. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I'm thinking Tyler Higby. The rest of the season, boomer bust. Oh. I know he had a big game like against Philly, and then since then he hasn't done much. I think after that big game, he's only gotten like eight points. That's the second highest. So what do you guys think, boomer bust, Tyler Higby? Go ahead, Jake. Uh, I'm gonna say bust. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially for where he was drafted, I think he was drafted in like the sixth or seventh round, because um, he was supposed to be, you know, finishing out the season last year. He had like four straight weeks of 100 yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Gerald Everett is on the field a lot, and um, Cooper Cup is kind of back to his role of slot receiver, who's kind of eating up some of those, just like third like chain moving yards that Tyler Higby was getting last year. Um, and I always like to think of when you look at a player and their usage, he's being utilized basically right now, but they're still winning games. So why would they change it? I think Higby is a bust for the rest of the season. I don't think that you can confidently, there's very few by the way, just while we're here, there's very few tight ends you can confidently start, right? It's like, you know, Higby or Gasecki or something like that. Like, I don't know, whatever. Like, who, like, who, what jersey color are the, uh, do, do we have color burst jerseys? Let's go with that team, right? Um, I, I don't know. I just, like, he had that one game, that three touchdown game that if you had him in your DraftKings, you made a lot of money. Um, other than that, 
he's not he's not even getting the targets four two four two like it's i don't know i don't really but i i also I, like it's hard to call somebody a bust at tight end when they're like you know all he needs is a touchdown and then now he's like he's a boom right so tight ends tight end as a whole is a bust this yeah. year that's that's next season we're gonna vote those out and just have another offensive position instead of tight Up and end. down that's <laughs> tight end premium league um all right jake do you have any more or henry either of you have any more or do you want me to do some rapid fire real quick yeah let's do some rapid fire all right boom bust this week we've got uh i've got marquis valdez scantling we got tampa they're facing tampa bay halfway decent defense got the rise of uh whatever this dude name is uh tanyan he's the number i think he's like number one or two tight end on the season of course aaron jones adams Devontae adams is back but adams likely to get double teamed there's no Lazard, no real third wide receiver except Tanya. What do you guys think about Marquez Valdez Scantling going up against Tampa Bay this week? Boom or bust? Uh, I say bust. Bust, Jake? I don't. I don't believe him yet. Yeah, I'm gonna say bust as well. I mean, he's he hasn't had more than four receptions on the year, so it's gonna be touchdown dependent. Matt Ryan had two really, actually three really disappointing weeks in a row. Chicago, he put up 11.5. Green Bay, he put up 12.5. And Carolina, he barely, he didn't even break seven points. This week, he's got Minnesota, who has been somewhat friendly to quarterbacks for the 21st. They've allowed 30, 10, 12, 20, 25. Matt Ryan this week. Do we know on, Do we know Julio Jones yet? Let me see if I got him right here. Looks like he might be another game-time decision. Still has not practiced. Let's assume. Uh, let's assume he's out for this question. Matt Ryan, boomer bust against Minnesota this week. I'm gonna say bust again. I don't think he's gonna score seven points, but I don't think he'll score more than like twelve. Does he throw for three hundred yards? Nah. Jake, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna say boom. Okay. Um, I'm going more narrative storyline here. The a uh, new coach that can come in and we've seen this a lot of times where a terrible team gets a new coach and then they look invigorated. They look excited. They come out to play for this new guy um, and they look the best that they'll look all year. So Green Bay, of course, allowed four touchdowns to Aaron Rodgers, 364 yards week one, only 214 and one to Phillip Rivers in week two, 321 and zero to Ryan Tannehill, 302 to Deshaun Watson, two seventeen and three, uh, Sunday night to Seattle. All right, last one for you guys, David Montgomery. Man, he's looked really good against Tampa. He only had ten mm-hmm. carries, but he had seven receptions. He got it. He fell in for a score. He put up nineteen points on the season. You're looking at eight and a half, twenty one, another eight, almost eleven and nineteen. This week he gets. The running back friendly Carolina Panthers. What do you guys think this week? David Montgomery, boom or bust? I say boom on that one. Boom as in top five running back on the week? Nah, maybe like top ten, top mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. What you got, Jake? Uh, yeah, I say boom for the week. Um, he's he's not like you said on the ground. He's really not doing a whole lot, but. He's been getting some work in the passing game the last two weeks. Okay. Um, if he gets in the end zone, he's going to have a great week. That is Boomer Bust, brought to you by uh, our friends at Pornhub. All right, let's uh, let's get into uh, <laughs> let's get into the power ranking. Before we do, let's get into a quick uh, let's get into a quick um, 
quick break, and then we'll be right back. Take number two of the uh, power rankings. Here we go. It's what you've been waiting for. Are you ready to find out just how good your team is? Well, prepare to get pissed off. Because we're about to say your team sucks. It's time for the weekly power rank. Take number three, power rankings. Go. Jake, we could not <laughs> let <laughs> we couldn't let Henry get out of here without hearing the power rankings music. Ain't that right, Henry? Get pissed off. Get pissed yeah. off. Alright. Jake's favorite. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do this one a little bit differently because uh, not much has changed. But uh, we do have some tiers. We do have a little bit of uh, insight to where your team stands and whether or not you got a chance. Jake, where are we starting and what tier are we starting in first? All right, we're going to start off at Bro. This first tier is no chance to make playoffs. Uh, I have two teams in that tier. That is Irvin and Brian. Ooh, poor guys. I know. Henry... If you had to say one of those two teams could make the playoffs right now, just off the top of your head, just take a guess. Don't even look it up. Gut feeling right now. Is it Irvin or is it Brian? Irvin. Oh, he's, he's wow. If he goes off, he's got a decent chance. Yeah. And he's got DK Metcalf. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He does have DK Metcalf. All right, Irvin. There's your uh, – There's your DK Metcalf is your lotto ticket. All right. What's your Number next tier, uh, Jake? Next tier is the Maybes. Okay. Might make playoffs. They're going to have to do some work to get in. Uh, four teams in that. And that is Anthony Garcia, Anthony Rodriguez, Todd, and Kyle. Ooh. I disagree. I'm our, I'm already uh, clinched playoffs. Um, oh, wow. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Henry, uh, off the top of your head, let's send it back to you. Same question. If you had to pick two of those teams, who were they again? It was Todd, me, Garcia, and, that, uh, and Rodriguez. Anthony's. Yep. Who do you feel best about? Just, just, just knowing what you know, Henry. I like Garcia's team. I think he's got a yeah, pretty good solid lineup. He's got a really good um, team. As long as golf doesn't like screw up, then I think he should be all right. Yeah, and the Garcia team is really good. And got to remember too. He traded me, uh, Jonathan Taylor, for Amari Cooper. Now, of course, that that might end up being a wash, but he will. He definitely won that trade. So, all right, next uh, next tier, Jake. What you got? The next tier is uh, the teams that I expect to make the playoffs. So the top the top four that I have. Uh, that's going to be Henry, myself, Diego, what the e- fuck, and Eric. Yeah, Diego deserves to be in there. We got it. He does. He's had so Crazy. many points scored against him. He's scored so many points. At this at this point, I think it's I think it's a matter of um, just what seed does he end up in, right? Um, and can these can he really keep it up? You know, you got to ask yourself, right? You don't you don't have any running backs that you can really count on. But you know, outside of that, I, I would say you. I mean, the answer is Eric, right? I feel like we're not giving Eric enough enough respect. Eric's a lock. Eric's, Eric's a lock. Eric's a lock. lock. And it's, it's almost boring to talk about because there's nothing. It's like, dude, your team is solid. Like, yeah. just don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. What do you think, Henry? You're in the, you're in that squad. How happy are you? I think um, 
I'm not so happy because I don't like getting jinxed. I told you I wanted to be 10 from here on out. <laughs> um, but honestly, if I have to choose the team that I the teams that I don't want to play, I don't want to play Diego because he's on some shit. I don't know what. I mean, I'm trying yep. to get like that. I don't want. Oh, did we lose Kyle? Nope, I'm here. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't want to play Diego. I don't want to play Eric. I'd rather play Jake. Um, yeah. All right, so let's let's real quickly, uh, Henry. You can't see bro league or for, excuse me, fourth and one. So we'll we'll do fourth and one real quickly. Jake, go ahead with your first tier of fourth and one. All right, same thing. These are the guys that I expect that cannot make playoffs. That is Richard and Anthony. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really good like about Bobby Richard's like team. Yeah, and Anthony's <laughs> team. We'll see. All right. What's your next tier? He's just keeping his daddy company at the bottom there. <laughs> That's so. Uh, next tier, the teams that I think could make playoffs. Uh, that's going to be Steve, Dobratz, you, and Todd again. Hmm. Well, clearly I feel the most best about mine because I'm I'm guaranteed to make playoffs with uh, Russell Wilson. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll work on that tier next week. All right. I think then... I probably feel best about Steve's team, but he's got a long road to climb if he's going to climb out of there. So, all right, all right bring us numbers. Home. One through four, these are the teams that I think will make playoffs. Again, a what-the-fuck moment of Israel. Mm, mm, mm. Seems good. Uh, Eric, myself, and then our lock for this league is yep. going to be Tyler. He's got he Michael was, Thomas coming back. Beast. He was the lock before the season, right? It was him, and I think we had Todd in the other one. But um, I think we Andrew. just assumed that Tyler's going to make playoffs every year. Yeah, I think we had him. in served uh, us well. Preseason. So. It's sort of like the uh, Patriots winning the NFC East. You just you just mm-hmm. pay your mortgage every year, and you have it paid off in uh, seven years faster. They're even better at winning the AFC East, but they would absolutely win the NFC East. Yeah, they would dominate the NFC East, too. <laughs> That's it, boys. Uh, four hours later, uh, only six takes on power rankings. Um, got the <laughs> intro. <laughs> what do we miss? I don't know. It was dope. It was fun. It was fun. I want to come back on, be more prepared and shit. But I've thanks been for busy, coming on, you know? Doc. Thanks for coming on, Henry. We're gonna bring you on uh, the next time that you and I play each other, so uh, you can take the curse. No, I'm down. Right. <laughs> still taking the before. All right, boys. Everybody, good luck. We'll see Thank you next you. week. Later, Peace. guys.